Welcome to Peter Navarro's Taking Back Trump's America podcast. Peter Navarro is one of the only three senior White House officials who remained with President Trump from the 2016 presidential campaign to the end of his first term in office. Under President Trump, Peter Navarro was the director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy, where he served as the policy coordinator for the Defense Production Act during the pandemic. Peter Navarro was the principal architect of Trump's tariff, trade, and tough on China policies. And now, without any further ado, Peter Navarro's taking back Trump's America. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro. It's February 22nd, 2023. And in this edition of the Taking Back Trump's America podcast, I want to sound the alarm over an upcoming meeting at the World Health Organization that may drag the United States deeper into the morass of this corrupt world body, further burden the U.S. taxpayers, and further cede American sovereignty to a puppet international organization controlled by communist China. By way of history, at the beginning of the assault on America by the Chinese Communist Party virus, a.k.a. COVID-19, in the early part of 2020, the World Health Organization failed miserably in its most important mission, protect the world from the ravages of the pandemic. Consider this timeline. In early January of 2020, Steve Bannon was launching his now top-rated show, War Room Pandemic. Note the word pandemic in the War Room title. Meanwhile, in late January, I myself was going into the Situation Room at the White House, arguing on behalf of President Trump against Dr. Anthony Fauci and Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney for the travel ban on China. And to close the deal, I had to issue a memo that presciently said that a pandemic could likely kill millions of Americans and cost the U.S. economy trillions of dollars. Note again, this early reference in January to a pandemic. Not so curiously enough, it would take the World Health Organization and its corrupt director Tedros until March 11, 2020 to actually declare that a pandemic was underway. And we now know that Tedros and the World Health Organization held off to appease communist China, which was doing everything at the time to deny its heinous involvement in starting the pandemic. We now know, of course, too, the virus almost certainly came from a lab in Wuhan that Dr. Evil, a.k.a. Anthony Fauci, helped fund the gain-of-function research used to develop what essentially is a bioweapon, and Tedros himself was deep in the pocket of the Chinese Communist Party. Because President Trump had no interest in financing an international organization with U.S. taxpayer money that was joined at the hip with Communist China and could not be relied on to protect the American people, he officially withdrew from the WHO on July 7, 2020. Three cheers for that demonstrating once again that elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, Joe Biden, in one of his first official acts as president, not only rejoined the World Health Organization, he also appointed Fauci, the guy who started the pandemic to begin with, to represent the United States at the WHO. You really can't make this up. Comes now the meeting of the WHO's Intergovernmental Negotiating Body from February 27 to March 3 to consider an agreement that would ensure that American taxpayers continue to be the biggest financier of the World Health Organization, even as that agreement further weakens control of the WHO by the United States. 
The putative goal of the so-called zero draft of the pandemic accord is to protect the world from future pandemics. Fair enough. But right off the bat, the accord, and I quote, recognizes the central role of the World Health Organization in pandemic prevention, preparedness, response, and recovery. And of course, the proposed accord pays homage to fostering multilateral cooperation in global health governance and a, oh, get this, one health approach. What the heck? Why do we need borders and nations at all? And of course, there is no shortage of woke rhetoric in the draft, which reaffirms the importance of diverse, gender-balanced, and equitable representation and expertise in pandemic prevention. In other words, don't pick the best possible people to prepare for a pandemic. Put that woke stuff first. Anybody get sick of this crap yet? Yet, here's more. One of the goals of the accord is to develop a mechanism to ensure the fair and equitable allocation of pandemic-related products based on public health risks and needs. So, if the U.S. develops a therapeutic or vaccine that it produces, this sounds like the U.S. will commit to shipping at least some of that offshore, even if America's needs aren't met. And for those devotees of buy American, hire American like me, this one might chill your veins. The accord will commit the United States to, quote, manufacturing capacity that is more equitably, geographically, and strategically distributed, unquote. In other words, under this accord, Big Pharma will be greenlit to do what I fought for four years in the White House to stop these bastards from doing, offshore that production around the world rather than producing in the good old U.S. of A. Did I mention there are repeated references in the accord to the so-called TRIPS agreement, which protects the intellectual property of Big Pharma? I wonder who helped write this draft. L friggin' O-L. And here's another little nugget. The U.S. is going to have to commit to harmonize its regulations rather than do what we think best. Okay, all of that was just our prelude. Now we get down to the final elements that are most offensive and or dangerous. For starters, Article 19 of the proposed accord commits every signatory to provide a certain percentage of their gross domestic product to fund the organization. Because America has the largest gross domestic product, American taxpayers will once again foot the bill for an international organization comprised of many, many countries that simply hate us. Then we come now to Article 20, which establishes the governing body for this whole cluster you-know-what. This governing body will have a, get this, supreme organ. Yep, supreme organ that will constitute the sole decision-making organ. It will be composed of all the countries that are party to the organization. So, this clause looks like one country, one vote to me. Doing the math here, this clause means Somalia and the United States will have the same voting power even though the United States contributes hundreds of times more than that of Somalia to financing this thing. Just like NATO, just like the United States, just like every international body that Uncle Sucker signed up for, we foot the bill and have far less to say than we should have. It gets worse. As the administrative organ of the accord, 
the organization will have two presidents and four vice presidents. And here's the kicker, quote, if efforts to reach consensus are deemed by the presidents to be unavailing, decisions may be taken by voting by the president and vice presidents. In other words, all communist China has to do to control this governing body is to do what it has done, for example, at the United States. Stack the ruling deck with its people and then jam decisions up the wazoo of the American people. And of course, there will be a secretariat of the governing body, which chances are communist China will put in place as well. My bottom line is that we should look very carefully at what is about to happen at this World Health Organization meeting beginning February 27th. Put it on your calendar. I have no faith whatsoever in the Biden regime protecting the American people in these deliberations. But here's the punchline yet again for taking back Trump's America. If Donald Trump were president, he would make damn well sure that our voting power politically on this body was equal to the percentage of funding that we provide to the WHO. That still wouldn't guarantee us we would not get taken to the cleaners, but it would at least put us in a much better position. Of course, if President Trump asked me in the Oval Office as to whether we should withdraw once again from the World Health Organization, I would say, heck yes, at least until we can find a way for this woke, communist Chinese puppet to stop screwing America and we taxpayers. Peter Navarro, out. Mike Lindell is the armor-piercing shell. He's always trying to get better. He's got this new thing called MyPillow 2.0. It's a dramatic technological innovation in the basic pillow. And it's selling like hotcakes. And if I can help him do that so he can pay American workers and pay his legal bills, I'm more than happy to do that. And that's why it's great having him as a sponsor of this show. And I urge everybody out there, go to MyPillow.com, promo code Navarro, MyPillow.com, promo code Navarro for all the great discounts and check out and support Mike Lindell. Just delighted to have learned about Sherwood TV and to have them as a sponsor. One of the worst things about the Biden-Fauci regime has been this forced vaccination policy, plus the elimination of hydroxychloroquine as a possible treatment for the Chinese Communist Party virus. Check out Sherwood.tv. That's Dr. Sherwood. You don't have to worry about any vaccination pressures. Find out how Dr. Sherwood might help with your health needs in these very difficult times. So go to Sherwood.tv. That's Sherwood.tv. I've spent years as a macroeconomic forecaster, and there's a really strong relationship between inflation and using gold as a hedge. And gold can be a really important part of your portfolio. It's not for day traders. It's not something you get in and get out of. But if you want it as part of the anchor of your portfolio, go to bh-pm.com, Beverly Hills Precious Metal. They will help out in terms of your needs. Uh, it's a big choice you have to make. Do your homework. But if you want gold, bh-pm.com. It's a great place to go. I'd love to stay in touch with you. Go to peternavarro.com. That's peternavarro.com. 
sign up for my newsletter and you'll have a chance to get a free autographed copy of my book and a chance to meet me at General Flynn's Reawaken America Tour. That's PeterNavarro.com. We'll see you in virtual space. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. We'll keep this a little secret between you and me and them and everybody. The people that are actually at the tip of the spear, working directly with President Trump on a day-to-day basis to save this nation, they're all joining us on the Reawaken America Tour. We have President Donald J. Trump's Chief of Staff, Akash Patel. We've got Peter Navarro's joined us on the tour. We have General Michael Flynn. We have Eric Trump. The people actually working at the tip of the spear with President Donald J. Trump to save America are joining us on the Reawaken America Tour. If word of this gets out, if the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, and mainstream media gets out, it may just save the nation. The Reawaken Tour is coming to our place. Hallelujah. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Yeah, it's going to be lit. Wide slam open. And now, ladies and gentlemen, on May 12th and 13th, the Reawaken America Tour is coming to Miami, Florida, and to the beautiful Trump Doral Resort and Golf Course. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, the Reawaken America Tour is coming to Miami, Florida on May 12th and 13th. Get your sunscreen ready because General Flynn, Mike Lindell, Amanda Grace, Julie Green, Pastor Dave Scarlett, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, Cash Patel, and Team America are taking the Reawaken America Tour to Trump Doral on May 12th and 13th. And then we're taking the God-fearing revival starting Reawaken America Tour into Sin City. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking the God-fearing Reawaken America Tour to Las Vegas, Nevada on August 25th and 26th. General Flynn and Team America will be taking the Reawaken America Tour to Las Vegas, Nevada. And the Patriots will be staying together at Trump International Hotel, Las Vegas, located at 2000 Fashion Show Drive, Las Vegas, Nevada, with zip code 89109 if you want to send them a letter. And yes, Alex Jones will be live and in person at the Reawaken America Tour, Las Vegas, Nevada. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, put it on your calendar. Get those tickets right now. August 25th and 26th, Eric Trump, Dr. Peter McCullough, Mel Kay, Dr. Stella Emanuel, Owen Troyer, Alex Jones, Seth Holhouse, Pastor Mark Burns, Pastor Leon Benjamin. We're all taking the Reawaken America Tour to Las Vegas, Nevada, ladies and gentlemen. Las Vegas, Nevada. And that's going to be August 25th and 26th. Thus far on the Reawaken America Tour, we've featured Dr. Dave Martin, the late great Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, Charlie Kirk, Donna Clement Petruska, Sean Foyt, Karen Kingston, Chad Prather, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Dr. Alan Keyes, Mickey Willis, Roger Stone, Dr. Richard Bartlett, and hundreds of patriotic speakers that you know, including Del Bigtree, Thomas Renz, Sidney Powell, Jim Caviezel, Donald J. Trump Jr., Peter Navarro, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah Harari, Bill Gates, and the godless globalists have their annual meeting called the World Economic Forum at Davos. But we that reject the Great Reset have the Reawaken America Tour coming to Miami, Florida, and come Coming to Las Vegas, Nevada. Get those tickets at time2freeamerica.com. That's time2freeamerica.com. We have scholarship pricing to make these events affordable for everybody. Every Reawaken America Tour event has sold out. So request those tickets today at time2freeamerica.com. That's time2freeamerica.com. Or for faster service, you can send me a personal text to 918-851-0102. It's 918-851-0102. And to be bilingually sensitive, that's 918 Eight five one zero one zero two.